This is the story of the one. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done. Good afternoon. Oh, excuse me there. Good afternoon, my conscious co-creators, and a happy St. Putty's Day to everybody out there at top of the morning to you. Yes, I know, with a name like Sam Leibowitz, you didn't think I was Irish, but I actually come from a long line of Oliebowitzes. That's my joke every year. But welcome to the Conscious Consultant Hour. Hope you guys are having a great day. It's a beautiful day here in New York City, nice and sunny, wherever you are around the world, whether it's the middle of the day or the middle of the night. Thank you for tuning in and listening. We appreciate you and we love you and we appreciate all of your support. We have a wonderful show in store for you today and my guest is stuck in traffic at the moment and is experiencing um, a little bit of her own St. Patty's Day luck, but she'll be joining us shortly. First, of course, we have our quotes of the day from the universe and from Abraham. So why don't we get started? I know you've been anxiously awaiting them since last Thursday. I know I used to get them on Mondays when my show was on Mondays, but now it's on Thursdays. You have to wait till Thursday, but it's a great Way to, you know, create a nice little thing to kind of help get you through the last couple of days of the week. So let's get going with uh, our quotes from the universe and from Abraham. Let's see what the universe has in store for us first. If you just whistle every now and then, skip every thousandth step or so, skim the odd stone across the odd pond, go dancing on the occasional blue moon. If only alone in the dark dress up sometimes even with nowhere to go for simply stirring up some little bit of hope no matter how silly or disconnected your actions seem to be with the rest of the world magic flashes in the unseen friends are summoned Connections are timed, stars are aligned, opportunities are crystallized, and serendipities are calculated, creating possibilities for new realities that cannot now even be imagined from where you presently stand. Shazam! The universe. Ooh, wonderful quote from the universe today. I think sort of reminding us that... um, when things seem uh, the darkest or when we're sort of in that place where things just don't seem aligned or lined up, 
that sometimes we just need to do a little something, a little whistling, singing in the shower. doesn't have to be a big thing. Going for a walk in the park, stretching out, sitting in the sun with our face to the sun, just soaking up the rays of light just to make us feel good. That even these little tiny actions in our life when everything seems to be going haywire, these little actions summon up new energies and can completely change our state. You know, the the magic is in how we feel. And the magic is in what we choose to focus on. And the magic is in having the faith and just feeling into it that everything is okay, even if it doesn't seem like it. And when we put ourselves in that state, when we move in that direction, when we lean into this idea that we can feel good regardless of our circumstances, besides whatever is going on, that we can still feel good. And when we allow ourselves that gift, it is amazing how the universe bends to that feeling. And so, you know, sometimes we feel like we have to make these enormous actions, make these enormous efforts, you know, do some huge thing to change or shift when we're stuck in some challenge. The truth is, it doesn't have to be huge. And the truth is, it doesn't have to be in front or with other people. It doesn't have to be a big deal. It could be taking a break from your office, going to the bathroom, sitting down in the stall, and just giving yourself that moment's peace to line up with that inner knowing that lets you know, like, ah, you know, things are okay in this present moment. In this singular present moment, everything is okay. And the thing that's amazing, and this is something in the quote I wholeheartedly believe in, that new possibilities are created that cannot even be imagined by us. You know, so often people ask me about um, my imagination and, 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 you know, imagining our future. And, and I really like to say that, you know, sometimes... My imagination is great. I can think of huge, huge, great things. But sometimes, you know what? The universe has a much better imagination than I do. I mean, there are things in my life. There are places I've been to, places where I've been at that I never could have imagined in my wildest dreams. And believe me, if I ever thought years ago that I could be speaking on the radio with my own talk show, talking to people across the the continents around the world, you know, I would have thought you were nuts. I could not have imagined this. I could not have imagined this 10, 15, 20 years ago. Yet here I sit and here you sit listening to me. And it's an amazing thing. And sometimes it's just about that little bit of trust just holding on to that little bit of trust knowing everything is going to work out even if it feels like it's not and look you know I know it's not easy I've been there believe me there are times in my life where I was 
didn't know how to pay the rent next month. Where, you know, I was scraping by barely enough money to afford the food to eat in situations that were untenable for me, yet somehow I got through them. And now, now I, I cannot tell you how blessed I feel in my life today. And, you know, 25 years ago, I, I just, I couldn't imagine. I couldn't imagine. I mean, I imagined other things, but I couldn't have imagined this reality. And, and speaking of things I couldn't have imagined, I never could have imagined that I would ever be asked to speak at a TEDx event. You know, which I love the TED Talks. I love the TEDx events. And I just want to let you guys know, you're hearing it here first, that yes, your conscious consultant, me, Sam Leibowitz, has been invited to speak at TEDx Upper West Side. Um, And uh, I believe the date will be towards the end of April, but I'm not sure that that date is completely settled yet. And uh, their website is not quite up yet, but if you go and you check in on TEDxUpperWestSide.com every now and then, I'm sure uh, once things get finalized, they'll put it up there. But yes, I will be there on the Upper West Side of Manhattan at a TEDx event. Something I have dreamed about doing, um, but again, how it came to me at this particular time is something I, I really couldn't have imagined. So that's our quote from the universe. Wow. All right, let's see what Abraham has in store for us. Wow, these get better and better. Everything that comes into your experience comes because you have either chosen, either deliberately or by default, to activate it and keep it activated long enough that because of the law of attraction, there is enough momentum to bring it into your experience. Stuff does not just happen. There is nothing that is happening to you that is apart from your vibration or from law of attraction's response to your vibration, Abraham. So now here, Abraham is giving us the reason why whistling in the dark, singing in the shower, and and keeping ourselves up when everything seems wrong is so important. Because in the end, there is nothing that comes to us in our life that is not there because of the vibration we hold. And, you know, I've, I've talked about this so many times, but it, it's, it's so worth repeating. You know, this world, as hard and as physical as it feels, is energetic first. The foundations of what is happening inside of us, what is happening around us, what is happening to us and from us, all of these things are happening because of something energetic first. And that is why, that is 100% why it is so important to imagine, to feel good, to trust, to have faith, to feel good when there's absolutely no reason to feel good. You see, because our reality, this physical reality around us, just because this is the way things are, is a lousy reason to give our attention to it, to make that the thing that dictates our energy, our emotion, our feeling, how we're showing up in the world. 
because the only reason we are where we are is because of something energetic inside of us, because of some pattern, some habit, some feeling, some thought. Now, I know some of you out there are thinking, Sam, listen, I've been so positive, but all of this chaos is happening around me. And I guarantee you, if we sit down within 5, 10, or 15 minutes, we just talk, and I can just ask you enough questions, we'll find out energetically exactly why all this craziness is happening around you. It is not just happening around you. You are creating it. There is no separation between our inner worlds and our outer worlds. This does not mean that the minute you feel something, it manifests in front of you. There's a little bit of a buffer of time. You know, you, you have to hold something long enough in your vibration for it to really manifest. You have to hold that feeling long enough for it to become physical. And it may be something that you held in your energy or in your emotions, who knows, a year ago, two years ago, five years ago, and it's just now catching up to you. The good news is, all that means is you just have to change your energy. You do not, I repeat, you do not have to take tons and tons of action. I'm not saying you don't take any action. I'm just saying that in order to change things, it's not about changing our action, although sometimes strategy does help. It is about changing our energy, our feelings, our attitudes, our inflections around what we are doing and how we are showing up. And if you, and, and I can almost guarantee it now, again, it may not happen overnight, but the more you infuse what's going on inside of you, around you, and just hold that trust and just know that in the present moment, everything is okay and that things will get better. All you have to do is just feel it getting better. It will get better. Things will improve. How can I say that? I can only talk from my personal experience. I, I can only say like, hey, you know, I've been there. I've been there. And I just held on to that optimism. I just held on to, you know, when things were really bad, I just had to hold on to things have to get better. They just have to. They may not get better right away. But you know what? As long as you keep holding that in your vibration, as long as you keep that belief that, you know, if I just keep my vibration positive, that it will, things will turn around around me and that even beyond our imaginations, things can happen that will change it for us. It will. It absolutely will shift. So I hope you enjoyed our quotes from the universe and from Abraham all about keeping our energy in a happy, positive, not keeping it, but leaning in that direction. So 
Two wonderful quotes, especially for our guest who will be on the phone with us shortly and hopefully make it into the studio before the end of the hour. It's time for us to take a break, so uh, please stay tuned. You're listening to the Conscious Consultant Hour, Awakening Humanity, and when we come back, we'll bring our guest on, Shira, the psychic medium. So everybody, please stay tuned. We'll be back after this. You're listening to the Talking Alternative Network. Hello, I'm JC. I'm Joan. And, and welcome, welcome to, to 21st, 21st Century Entrepreneur. Entrepreneur. We educate, sight, knowledge, awareness, trouble, craziness, and fun. For you, the entrepreneur who's looking to build your business. And your community. Listen every Friday from noon to 1 Eastern on talkradio.nyc. And you can tweet us at 21st CE Radio or Talk Alternative. Talking Alternative Radio, 24 hours a day. Welcome back to the Conscious Consultant Hour, Awakening Humanity. Um, it is my pleasure now to introduce to you Shira Benedetto. Did I get that right, Shira? You got it perfect. Thanks, Sam. Ah, wonderful. Uh, Shira is a gifted psychic medium, empath, energy healer, and spiritual development teacher. She lives on Long Island with her family, including her two cats and two dogs. And as a professional psychic medium, Shira has been nominated for the best psychic in Long Island in 2015 and 16. Her spiritual gifts include care. Claire Cognizance, Claire Audience, Claire Sentience, Clairvoyance, and Claire Alliance. I got that right, Claire Alliance. I know that's clear. I always thought it was Claire Audience, but uh, this developed skill set enables her to de- deliver loving messages filled with healing and hope from deceased loved ones, guides, and angels. Shira also holds a master's degree in communication with distinction from uh, New York Institute of Technology, which she believes helps her to deliver her messages with love, grace, and gratitude. She is also a highly effective energy healer who's certified in reconnective healing as well as Isui Reiki. And welcome to the Conscious Consultant Hour, Shira. Oh, thank you so much for having me. I would have loved to be there in person, but I guess the luck of the Irish isn't on our side today. <laughs> well, with a name like Benedetto, I'm guessing you're Italian, not Irish. <laughs> Actually Jewish. That's the husband's side. Jewish. Ah, okay. <laughs> I'm a nice well, pizza that, that's true. Shira is a nice Jewish uh, first name. You know, I grew up in a very uh, like Irish-Italian-Jewish neighborhood in the Bronx when I was a kid. So, uh, as I mentioned at the beginning of the show, I always joke around on St. Patrick's Day that uh, I- I'm, I'm Irish as well. I come from a long line of Olibowitzes. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, Shira, so um, I, I'm, I'm always curious when I meet somebody who, who is a, a psychic medium because 
everybody has such interesting stories about how they discovered their gifts or or how their gifts really came to fruition. So I'm just wondering, like, at what age did you kind of know you were maybe a little bit different from other people? Or or like at what age did did it kind of occur to you that like not everybody else is talking to dead people? You know, for me, it opened up later in life. So I always thought I was normal. Um, Mm -hmm. I guess I'm not, but I really still think I am in some ways. I just find that I have this extra ability. I probably, you know, if I think back to when I was a child, I did have imaginary friends. And (sighs) turns out they're my spirit guides. Mm. I didn't realize it at the time. So for those of you Mm. that have children out there that are playing with their imaginary friends, there might be something more to it than you're realizing. Yes, absolutely. I had imaginary friends, too. (laughs) Exactly. Mine is one of my healing guides. Ah, okay. (laughs) So it's interesting. She was a nurse back then, and we made concoctions in the bathtub together, and now we do healings on people. So Mm. go figure. Go figure, yeah. But I do kind of agree with you that doesn't, I mean, everybody have, you know, some level of ability. It may not be developed. They may not have tapped into it. But if people just took the time and made the effort to kind of learn it as a skill, I mean, they may not be as... You know, they may not be a Michelangelo, but maybe they're a Rembrandt, you know, is the thing is that we all do have some abilities. A hundred percent. We are all we all have the ability to be psychic because we all come in with this innate knowing. It's just a matter of tapping into our intuition and developing it further to bring out our psychic prowess. And then from there, develop our mediumship abilities, because everybody has the potential to be a medium. It's just whether or not you'd like to prioritize that into your life. I always say, spirit's calling. Are you listening? (laughs) Yeah, that reminds me of that old phrase that, um, you know, prayer is us talking to God. Meditation is when we listen. Exactly. So so you said these abilities kind of showed up a little bit later in life. Um, could you just tell us, like, what happened? Do you remember, like, the first time, you know, that, that, that first thing that made you go scratch your head and go, what was that? Yeah, absolutely. So I can take you through a little bit of a storyline in terms of my time frame, just because I think some of your viewers, them and their kids may be going through the same thing. When my grandfather died when I was younger, probably in the tween ages, I started smelling pickles. And I would say, Grandpa's here. And everybody would look at me like I had ten heads and, you know, not pay me Mm. much attention. But I knew my grandfather was around just from the smell of smelling pickles. Right. Push, you know, forward, I'm 16 learning how to drive. And I always felt that there was somebody in the backseat of the car with me which I think a lot of people feel themselves, and they look and they don't see anybody, they, but they just feel a presence with them. Right. Turns out I ended up hitting a wall anyway, but, you know, I knew they were there. So after that, I moved into college years, and I started hearing phrases. I personally found it hysterical that I was hearing biblical phrases come in when I'm really not a religious person, and it would happen prior to me going out and partying. So I always found that hysterical (laughs) that I was getting, you know, Bible verses prior to going out and partying. So probably in my late 20s is when, you know, it came out a little bit. I did take a psychic development one-day workshop with a medium, and they asked us to sit down with an individual, find anybody in the place, and I was able to tell the person the name of their mother and their daughter. And then the person Mm. who I was sitting with just gave up at that point. She's like, I can't do this. 
Meanwhile, wow. I didn't even know I could do it either. Wow. Then I started working later in my 30s, and it was like 2012, I was working in the city, and I just remember looking at somebody I worked with and saying, who's this, and giving them a name, and then saying, who's that, and giving them a name. Turned out it was his mom who was on the other side, and the other individual was his brother that was living. Wow. At that point, I was like, I have to do something about this, because I'm getting this information. I always wanted to help people, wasn't sure in what capacity it would be. And in the same regard, I said to myself, I certainly can't take on more student loans than I have mm. right now to go out and start another career to help people. How is this going to even happen? And then mediumship just came right in. Uh, gotcha. So you said this was when you were working in the city. What kind of work were you doing at the time? I was a executive assistant to a CEO. So wow. I was working in that more high-pressure environment. Right. And, and, and I always find when I come back to the city, it feels like home to me ah, because I feel like this is kind of where my roots are. Right, right. And, and you know, I, I, I really appreciate you sharing that because I really want people to understand, like, uh, some people have this thing in their head that, you know, people who are psychic or mediums that, you know, they've been like this since they were a little kid and they're very flaky and they're yoga teachers and dancers and artists and not like regular people, like executive assistants and accountants and finance people and, and just exactly. regular stuff. You know, one of the uh, friends I have, I had her on the show a couple of times, Karen Garvey, you know, she had an MBA in finance and she was like like a finance executive when on 9-11 like she her her psychic ability started opening up and before she knew before she had gotten back home from her morning jog she knew there had been a terrorist act on u.s soil um and and had no way of knowing until she came home and the phone rang and her friend told her to turn on the tv and then she saw the smoke coming out of the twin towers Exactly. I mean, that's certainly a wake-up call in itself. I know I was a sales trainer flying across the country prior to being an EA and then working in silk screening as well. I had so many different careers, but I always noticed that I would know exactly what to say to the individual, and my mm. intuition was always spot on. I always knew the bad guy, even if they all dressed the same. I always knew who the bad mm. person was. Ah. So it was just a matter of developing that innate intuition. And we are, if you look around, we're all very normal. I mean, sure, mm -hmm. we've, got a, we've got a few crazies in the bunch, but mm -hmm. with all of us educated on higher degrees or even, you know, not going to school, the difference is, is that intuition is within every single person. And because it's in every single person, you're able to open it up as soon as you feel ready to do so. Right, right. And sometimes it's not when you think, because I know for myself, I was on a very sort of spiritual path um, at a young age when I was in college and just out of college, and, but I never considered myself to be that sensitive or, or that psychic, and, and believe me, I never thought of myself at that time as a healer. And then, you know, uh, I was very involved for a while, then get very far away from it, you know, very much just threw myself into the material world until the universe slowly but surely got me back on my path. And I remember when I consciously made the effort to sort of develop my intuition and, and I was told, like, you know, just do little simple things. And I thought, that's great. Why don't I do it? So I remember like one time I was taking the subway to meet somebody at some coffee shop that I had never been to before 
And I, I, I had the address, but I wasn't quite sure where it was. And I get out of the subway, and I know it's a few blocks south of the subway station. And I didn't know which side of the street it was on. So I said, okay, let me test my intuition. Is it the right side or the left side? And it just immediately came to me left side. I'm like, okay, fine. So I'm walking down the left side of the avenue down toward meeting them. And then all of a sudden, the I'm watching, counting down the numbers, and I get to the block where I th- should, that th- this place should be on this block, and there was all this construction, so there were no storefronts on the entire block. And I thought, oh, I guess my intuition was wrong. So I cross over to the other side of the street, and I'm looking at all the numbers, and I'm still not finding the place until I get a block past that. And then I have to cross back over to the other side, and that's where the place was. So my intuition was right. It did end up being on the left side. Just because it wasn't quite where I expected it to be, I started to doubt myself. Exactly. And that is the true um, killer, so to speak, you know, for psychics and mediums, and especially those who are developing their gifts. When you don't trust and you allow doubt to get in the way, you know, it impedes your growth. So as soon as you develop that confidence in yourself, just like you've done, you know, it just Mm -hmm. flies right in. Yeah, absolutely. And now it's something that just over the years I've learned to trust more and more and more. And the funny thing is, the more you trust your intuition, the more accurate it is. Absolutely. And they will keep surprising you with more and more to the point that you'll laugh at all of the synchronicities. I actually find it, you know, joyful for me when I'm like, wow, look at this symbol and that symbol and that symbol. I ask a question and it gets answered within a few seconds. (laughs) Cool, cool. Okay, great. Well, it's time for us to take a a quick break. Um, When we come back, let's talk about just, you know, how, um, why people should even go to a psychic or a medium and and, uh, how people can develop their own skills regardless of what level they're at. Beautiful. Okay, great. So everybody, please stay with us. You're listening to the Conscious Consultant Hour, Awakening Humanity, and we'll be right back. You're listening to the Talking Alternative Network. Hi, this is Rob Kay. And I'm Callie Alpert. Are you looking for a show where people talk about real stuff like life, love, the pursuit of being yourself? Well, then you have come to the right place because The Rob and Callie Show is doing just that. For the last 10 years, Rob and I have been having our own version of Sunday morning therapy sessions on the phone, and now we're bringing it to the radio. So tune in and call in live Wednesdays, 8 to 8.30 on talkradio.myc. And that's Eastern Standard Time, so join us. Talking Alternative Radio, 24 hours a day. Welcome back. You're listening to the Conscious Consultant Hour, Awakening Humanity. My guest this hour is Shira Benedetto, um, a psychic medium from uh, right here in Long Island, right uh, right on the other side of the river from New York. 
Um, so, Shira, uh, you know, sometimes people feel like, well, you know, you go to a psychic and they, they're just telling you what to do. And that's not very self-empowering, is it? Uh, why, why do you feel it, it's good for somebody to consult someone who, who may be a psychic or a medium? Well, I can tell you all of my clients tell me it's better than going to a therapist. So, <laughs> don't, <laughs> don't tell too many. My wife is a therapist. Don't, don't want to put her out of business. <laughs> <laughs> no, definitely don't want to do that. <laughs> but I can tell you that when I'm giving information, I let it just come in straight from source. I keep my logical brain out of it, even if the information I'm receiving doesn't make complete sense to me, because it's not about me processing the information. It's about just delivering the information directly as I'm receiving it. Mm -hmm. I find that what we do provides pathways for people. I will show my clients different options if they choose to go this direction or if they choose to go another direction. I'll show them the outcomes or the potential outcomes of going one direction versus another. So that way they have a little bit more clarity when they're looking to make decisions. Right. And, and you can apply this to all kinds of different decisions. You know, it's not just about, oh, you, you know, people always think of it in terms of, oh, am I going to find the man in my life or am I going to find my soulmate? Absolutely. You know, people ask me questions that go far beyond just relationships. Even my clients that are specialists, they're in business, they're on television, they'll ask me questions pertaining to their careers as well. And we're able to pinpoint, we, I say me and spirit, are able to pinpoint what they need addressed, usually prior to them asking the questions. And then if there's still follow-up questions, then we'll go in and get a little bit more detail for them. But it just comes down to, it doesn't have to be just about love. It can be about platonic relationships. It can be about grief. It could be about, you know, happiness factors career counseling, you know, it all comes in together. Individuals will ask about health as well. So we'll give all information knowing that at the same time, you know, I'm not a doctor. I cannot prescribe and prescribe, right. but right. at the same time, I can give you a gateway to information that you can explore further with your physician. Do, do you have maybe an example of a, a session you had with a client where the information came through was just so far out in left field, so like unbelievable, like it totally, completely surprised you, but was like spot on as far as the client was concerned? Yes. Uh, I was doing a group event. That's when I go to people's homes or I do it at uh, venues. But in this case, I was at somebody's home doing a larger group event. And I remember looking at one girl in particular and Spirit just had me keep saying to her, about her fiance, make sure he checks his throat. And she's like, no, his throat is fine. I, and I said to her, no, his grandmother is insisting he must absolutely go to the doctor and have his throat checked. Now, I knew where grandma was going with this, but I didn't want to frighten the individual. Right. But just said he absolutely has to just get his throat checked. Well, I find out from the client a few months later that he ended up having his throat checked even though he didn't want to, but he started getting a little bit of a discomfort in his throat, and then he mm -hmm. had it checked, mm -hmm. and it turned out he had throat cancer. Ooh. So the individual was coming through to warn him so that he could get it taken care of early enough so that it wouldn't become more problematic for him as if he had waited. Right, right, right. Yeah, the earlier you catch something, the better chance you have. Wow, that's mm -hmm. wonderful. Um, I'm sure, like, when you work with people, they often ask you... 
you know, how can I, you know, I don't want to say learn to do this myself, but how can I awaken my own abilities? How do I find what my gifts are? Like you, you in, in your bio, I say you're claircognizant, clairaudient, clairsentient, clairvoyant. What's clairalliance? Oh, clairalliance, yes. That's the ability to perceive information through smell and through taste. Ah, okay. So it's a combination of the two together. Some people separate it with clairgustance. I usually keep it together in the one. But for instance, if you had, if you got this incredible smell of tobacco around you and you looked around and there is not anyone smoking near you mm. and you look and you're like, nobody smoked. I'm in the house by myself. I don't understand this. It's your loved ones having you process a memory of what smell tobacco was like in order to develop a relationship between the spirit that's on the other side to remind you of their presence. Mm-hmm. So let's say your grandfather or your father was a heavy-duty smoker. All of a sudden, now you're smelling tobacco. Mm-hmm. So, so how does somebody figure out like which one? And I know we, we all have some level of all of these, but usually with most people, there's one or two that are like the primary clairs, as we call them. Absolutely. So individuals, when you're just starting and you don't really know what you have, I would personally say do a guided meditation online to discover your your innate clairs or your clairvoyant abilities, because what happens is you will find that most of us have the ability, that gut instinct, so to speak, or the ability right. to feel, which is clairsentience. Right. Most of us also have claircognizance, which is that inner knowing, which right. is that you know to go left instead of going right. Right. So most of us already have this present within ourselves. It's just a matter of bringing it out. Now, there are those who have very strong visions or they have predictive dreams, and they kind of freak themselves out a bit because of it, because they actually happen. Right. So that's a true telltale of your abilities. But you really have to get focused. I'd say get yourself into a class in your area, and if there's nothing in your area, find one online so that you can actually start focusing on your abilities. You'd be surprised how quickly it opens up if you would just give it an option to. Right, right, right. Yeah, I consider myself, uh, and and from all all indications, I'm really a claircognizant. I just kind of know things. And, mm-hmm. and, you know, for a long time, I just thought, you know, that, like, I, I just have all this trivia information in the back of my head that I don't even know, and it's just coming up. But then I realized I started, like, being able to give people advice or say things that I had no clue, but somehow I was right. So, you know, that's how I kind of figured out, oh, I'm like clear cognizant. I just know things, you know, it's kind of like, you know, driving down and, and we're not sure which, you know, fork in the road to take the right or the left. And my wife will like say, oh, let's take the left fork. And I go, no, 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 it's the right one. She goes, no, 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 it's left. I go, no, it's the right. And then, of course, it's the right. <laughs> Exactly, exactly. Right. Don't tell your wife you said that, though. No, no. <laughs> <laughs> so, so what kind I do find, also, did you ever notice that you could be getting your hair done, you're at your hairdresser or your barber, mm-hmm. and they give you the best advice, 
Because mm-hmm. so many of them are actually gifted healers themselves. And because they're healers, their hands light up green because they're mm-hmm. working with your hair. And oh. they're able to give you such fantastic advice because they also have that claircognizance. But many of them don't even realize don't they have it. it. Yeah, yeah. Oh, that's interesting. That's interesting. So, so I mean, besides meditation, are there any other like simple practices or, or simple things that people can do to help them in, in developing their own abilities? Absolutely. It's all about focus. So if you're looking to start to learn how to develop your clear audience, which is your ability to hear clearly, what I would do is turn everything off. I would sit quietly by a window and I would start focusing on what you hear individually. So you may notice really loud honking if you're in the city. Right. I hear traffic. But if you listen even clearer with more precision, you'll notice the the sound of that beautiful bird that's down the block coming through. Because what's happening is you're developing your ability to hone in on focus with hearing. And in doing so, it makes it easier for spirit to be able to come to you so you can develop your hearing. Now, also, I would suggest if you really want to develop your abilities, you should find an amazing healer in your neighborhood and let them work with you doing a Reiki treatment or doing a reconnective treatment or an IET treatment or the type of healing modality that they work with. Because what I find is healings help you develop your clarity. Yeah, absolutely. I found that very much for myself that once I uh, took Reiki classes and got the Reiki attunements and, and, you know, became a Reiki master practitioner, that my intuitive abilities definitely improved. And then at the time I was taking other kinds of modalities that eventually brought me to the place where I realized, gee, I really am a healer. Whereas up until that point, it was just I'm doing this stuff for my own healing. But you don't realize how as you learn these modalities and have people work on you, that it really does open you up. It absolutely does. Everything is so integrated. It's really amazing how quickly it happens. I know for my students, Spirit has given me a series of symbols that every time they come to class, it's in a segment. So, for instance, we have an eight-week class. Mm-hmm. And with that eight weeks, each class, a new symbol is given to them energetically. Oh, okay. And as a result, they are opening up at speeds that I have never seen before. Uh-huh. Within two classes, one, two classes, they're already connect- connecting with spirit. It's mind-blowing, quite really, frankly. Really? So would you say that, you know, from the time you, you started exploring this stuff till now, that... Uh, sort of the way people's, I guess, consciousness around this kind of stuff has really shifted? Absolutely. Consciousness has evolved. It is unbelievable. You look at the cover of Newsweek and you see right on the front about chakra healing. I mean, Uh talk about, you know, a transition in the consciousness of the planet. You know, it's just becoming evident in everywhere you go. We've moved from a culture of being green and moving into recycling to now awakening our minds to those, you know, who you never thought that you'd sit next to somebody who was maybe a yogi, and at the same time you're having a conversation about communicating with your deceased mother, and it seems mm. quite normal. Hmm. Well, what's been a challenge for you in, in stepping into this world and developing your abilities? 
I think probably the biggest challenge is finding like-minded individuals that empower one another instead of compete with one another. Because since we know that we are in a world of abundance and you can basically create anything you'd like, because we are co-creators, mm-hmm. you have to find like-minded individuals that will empower one another. Because as you help one another up, you too are helped and you can create more and more abundance. There really is no lack. It's just a self-perception when lack is involved. So mm-hmm. if you eliminate that completely, you start attracting the most perfect opportunities and people to your life. Right. And what you're talking about is something near and dear to my heart, which is community that, you know, so often we we actually, even though we live in these big cities and when there are lots of people around us, but we don't really have community of like minded people or like hearted people around us. And it's so, so important because we are social animals that we do work and live in social environments. And it's really essential to find other people who are are, you know, inclined towards the same things that we are. Absolutely. And when you find a community that fits for you, stick with it, because you'll grow together and you'll bring more individuals in, and in turn, you'll start turning on the light for so many other individuals, because all it takes is one person to flip the switch, and when that happens, you know, brightness is everywhere. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Okay, time for us to take the last uh, break of the show. Uh, when we come back, Shira, let's uh, talk a little bit about the healing side of your work and how the healing is incorporated into this whole idea of, of being a psychic medium, okay? Absolutely. Wonderful. So everybody, please stay tuned. You're listening to The Conscious Consultant Hour, Awakening Humanity, and we'll be right back. You're listening to The Talking Alternative Network. Are you into comics, movies, and pop culture at large? What about music and storytelling? Then you're in for a treat. This is Michael Dolce, your brand new radio host on talkradio.nyc. I've been professionally writing and drawing comic books, screenplays, and music articles for over 15 years. Catch my new show, Secrets of the Sire, Fridays at 11 a.m. and get the inside scoop on the pop culture universe you love to talk about. For more info, go to secretsofthesire.com right now. TalkingAlternative.com Welcome back. We've been talking this hour with Shira Benedetto, a local psychic medium and energy healer. Um, we haven't really talked too much uh, yet about the, the energy healing side of, of what you do. Because being a psychic medium is one thing, but being a healer is, is something else, isn't it? It is. They are two separate identities. But I do find that when you are delivering messages from the psychic spirit side of it, 
because if you are a healer, the energy transfers from you to the individual while you're giving readings as well. Mm-hmm. So your clients are receiving a healing just by being in your presence, which is mind-blowing, but it right. always happens. Right, yeah, and and I mean, I I do energy healing work myself, although I wouldn't necessarily consider myself a psychic medium, but I've had times when I've just sat and spoken with clients without doing any healing work, and they've said to me in the session, like, they could feel their heart opening just from talking to me. Oh, absolutely. It's absolutely amazing what happens with healing. You know, especially if you're doing a, let's say, a 30-minute session with someone when you're actually just doing pure healing. You're not involving a reading component. Right. And you're just moving the energy around the person. So many astral travel during the session. You know, you can watch their body movements at the same time, (laughs) and they leave feeling so light and lifted. I mean, it's just amazing. You know, miracles can happen. You just ask to be put aside and just spirit to use you as a vessel to let the energy transfer. And mm-hmm. as a result, you know, it's almost like your magic happens. It's undescribable what can happen for people. Right, right, right. Yeah, wonderful, wonderful. Well, do you have an example of, of maybe a healing that um, was uh, a little bit out of the ordinary for you that you've done? Yeah, absolutely. I never figured this um, my niece, who's only a teenager, mm-hmm. I had asked um, her sister-in-law had asked me to do a healing on her that I did not expect to do. It was actually during Thanksgiving. Oh. And I sat there with my niece with her legs up on me because she had torn her ligaments. Uh-huh. And what happened was she put her legs up on top of me and she sat there with her cell phone texting while I started doing a healing on her. Cause, you know, <laughs> a typical teenager. I'm yeah. like, don't bother. Don't you know, worry about me. You just keep going. You text away to your friends. I'll do the healing while you do this. And I made her take off her boot. I did the healing on her. She said, ow, at one point, uh-huh. even though I wasn't even touching her, and then thought nothing of it. Turns out she goes back to the doctor for another MRI prior uh-huh. to getting her surgery, and her ligaments reattached. Ooh, they that's couldn't huge. believe it. My sister-in-law and, you know, and her husband at the same time, they were dumbfounded. They called me to tell me what happened, and they could not explain it. Wow. The doctor couldn't explain it. They thought they had the wrong um, reports. Wow. Yeah, and, so, you know, and, that's, and something... that's not something that I had planned for. All I said was, Spirit, just please help her. Yeah, and that and that's something, especially when it comes to family, because usually family are the most skeptical, right? Because they know Absolutely. you and they think they know everything about you, and they haven't seen the changes, and so they're like, "Oh, that's just Shira being Shira," you know, and they don't really take it too seriously. So when something happens with family, like that, really means a lot. Absolutely, it's it's unbelievable. It, it blew my mind, quite frankly. I was that was one of those wow moments for me. Mm. And, you know, I just love it because you're able to make people feel better. You're just letting the energy flow, and it restores the balance in individuals. And when you're feeling balanced and focused and centered, you're grounded at the same time. It's like you feel like you can accomplish the world after a session. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I know that you're a reconnective healer, um, which is a wonderful healing modality, as well as a Reiki practitioner. There are like so many healing modalities out there now, aren't there? There are. There are so many. I know so many gifted healers in the field. I say pick one that you feel called to, and you may feel called to more than one. Like, for instance, what happened with me, I was initially called to Reiki. 
I felt right. this need to learn it. Mm-hmm. And then all of a sudden I felt the need to learn reconnective healing, which I happen to enjoy more. Mm. Right, right. And the same thing with myself. I mean, Reiki was, wasn't the first healing modality I learned, but one of the first couple. Um, but then after that, I learned others and others and others. And now, uh, like I tell people all the time when they ask me what kind of healing I do, well, it's really kind of my own thing because it's a mishmash of like several different healing modalities that I've learned that I bring together and I, and I put together. So it's really something kind of unique. Absolutely. It's funny. Spirit, they laugh and they said to me, okay, we're going to do shiratic healing. I'm like, what's shiratic healing? They're like, it's yours. I'm like, okay then. <laughs> I love that shiratic healing. Oh, that's yeah, good. They, they, they made me laugh because they always make me laugh. Uh-huh, that's good. That's good. Cool. Who, who are, are role models for you? Like, who do you look up to in the industry? I probably look up to, you know, empowerment speakers like Tony Robbins. I look up to mediums like, you know, some of the famous British mediums. Also, you know, you can't, um, you gotta, you have to, you know, love Teresa. Teresa's fantastic. And, you know, you just, you know, there's so many fabulous mediums and psychics out there. So many of them that are undiscovered that people don't even know about. Yes. Well, you're from Long Island, so you gotta love John Edwards. Yes, John Edwards is amazing. He's like one of the founders of it. You know, he was, you know, he has that program Evolve and, you know, yeah. he's just a wonderful, wonderful psychic medium and also a teacher. So you can always learn from everyone. You know, take as much knowledge as you can and then, you know, form it into your own so that you can inspire people as well. Right. And, you know, I used to love watching John Edwards on TV because I just loved, like, the process because he was so... I don't want to say transparent, but it was like so obvious the process that was coming through, you know, like he'd say, I'm picking up someone with a J and then it was like, I'm seeing keys or a code or what's with the red hat and what's this and what's that. And and so you could tell it's like the way spirit would work with him was like they'd show him a, a picture of something or a symbol and then he'd have to dig in and connect with the person and then there'd be more and more and more and more. But you could kind of see throughout him talking to somebody that it it wasn't like boom all of a sudden he got this one big message and he had this whole thing and it was clear from the very beginning it was kind of like piecemeal and he was like a little detective like like you know following the breadcrumb trail absolutely because when you're dealing with spirit communication it's non-linear so it's right. not forming a line you know, the information is coming in piece by piece by piece and something forwards and something backwards and sometimes you have to switch the order of it because they're just putting the reference points into your mind and they have to match your mind they have to match the medium's mind hmm. have you had um when you first started getting into this work and sort of changing your identity and saying okay now i'm a psychic I'm a medium, I'm a healer. Did, did you have people giving you a hard time about it? Like maybe your husband? <laughs> <laughs> well, he did say I was a little cuckoo, and we always laugh, and he would say, cuckoo, cuckoo. But then he would see the clients leaving who were amazed, and they would go up to him afterwards and thank him for having me in his life. Uh. It was the strangest thing that he became on board very quickly. I was one of the fortunate people that didn't have much resistance. I know there are several psychic mediums out there who have unfortunately had experiences where they have experienced a lot of resistance. I haven't. Um, I've been lucky in that sense that, you know, for me, it's 
been rather smooth. Ah, wonderful, wonderful. So, so where do you see things sort of taking you with, with, with this practice? Or is it just kind of doing more of the same or doing more groups? Or do you see things evolving and changing over the next several years? I mean, I'm sure that they're going to evolve and change because I love change. So I'm one of those people that don't fear it. I do love doing large events, and I love working with organizations where you can have mediumship making a difference in people's lives. So putting on large events to do fundraisers in order to not only build awareness for the cause, but connect people with their loved ones, I think is so beautiful. Mm, And at the same time, you know, integrating education and awareness into, you know, the consciousness of the planet. I mean, if you can start with one, why not reach America and then from there go further? Right, exactly. Well, you know, I just want to let you know by being on our radio show, you're reaching everywhere from Missouri to New Jersey to Alabama to Mexico to Japan, Korea. We had China on earlier. So, well, uh, hello world, because you just <laughs> saved me a plane fare. <laughs> That's right. Well, you know, it just uh, somebody's got to need a healing enough to send you the ticket, right? Absolutely, but distance healings work as well. That's so right. So you don't actually have to be in person. Ah, wonderful. So if uh, one of our listeners does want to, or a few of our listeners want to get in touch with you and you know get some healing, how would they find you? If they'd like to get to me, they can go on my website, which is shirapsychicmedium.com. That's mm-hmm. S-H-I-R-A psychicmedium.com and they can also send me an email at info at shirapsychicmedium.com or if you're social, get out there on Facebook, find me at shirapsychicmedium or Instagram or Twitter. I love to be social and connect with my clients and, you know, just, you know, lift people's spirits one Wonderful. day at a time. And, and for those people who are local, uh, do you have any events coming up that are around that people can get to? Yes, the most recent event that's coming up is at Rachel's Waterside Grill in Freeport. That is on April 19th at 7 o'clock. It is dinner and connections with spirits. And the food there is fantastic. And following that, there are several fundraisers that I'm doing coming up with Relay for Life. So you can absolutely check on my Facebook page, and later my website will be updated with them also, and find all of the events coming up where you can be involved in not only getting a beautiful message, but making a difference. Oh, that's wonderful. Yeah, I mean, that's a really great thing. I'm I'm so glad that you're, you know, working with charities and nonprofits to do fundraisers for different causes, because I think that's a great way where, you know, people get to donate their time, you know, you donate your time, and people donate, you know, money to the cause. So I think it's a wonderful way to get the work out. Absolutely. Well, Shira, thank you so much for coming on the show today. I'm so sorry that uh, you got stuck in traffic and couldn't make it here into the studio, but uh, I hope that won't stop you from uh, connecting with me another time. Oh, absolutely not. You know, it is what it is, right? Right, right. Well, there's a reason for everything. So uh, one more time, your website for everybody? Is shirapsychicmedium.com. Wonderful, wonderful. Thank you so much, Shira. Thank you, Sam. Appreciate it. And and thank you, everybody, for listening. This has been a, another wonderful show. Um, we'll be back next week with more. And just to remind you, yes, I will be speaking at TEDx Upper West Side. You can check their website, TEDxUpperWestSide.com. Uh, when the details are finalized, they're not finalized yet. So uh, I'd say, you know, wait a couple of weeks and then hit their website. Okay. Thank you all for listening. And we will talk to you next week.
You are listening to the Talking Alternative Network. Are you into comics, movies, and pop culture at large? What about music and storytelling? Then you're in for a treat. This is Michael Dolce, your brand new radio host on talkradio.nyc. I've been professionally writing and drawing comic books, screenplays, and music articles for over 15 years. Catch my new show, Secrets of the Sire, Fridays at 11 a.m., and get the inside scoop on the pop culture universe you love to talk about. For more info, go to secretsofthesire.com right now. Hey, all you crazy listeners. Looking to boost your business? Why not advertise on Talking Alternative with very reasonable rates? Interested? Simply email at info at TalkingAlternative.com. Hello, I'm JC. I'm Joan. And And welcome welcome to to 21st Century Entrepreneur. Entrepreneur. We bring education, insight, knowledge, awareness, trouble, craziness, and fun. For you, the entrepreneur who's looking to build your business. And your community. Listen every Friday from noon to 1 Eastern on talkradio.nyc. And you can tweet us at 21stCE Radio or Talk Alternative. You're listening to the Talking Alternative Network at www.talkingalternative.com. Now, broadcasting 24 hours a day. Talking Alternative. Are you a conscious co-creator? Are you on a quest to raise your vibration and your consciousness? I'm Sam Leibowitz, your Conscious Consultant, and on my show, The Conscious Consultant Hour, Awakening Humanity, we will touch upon all these topics and more. Listen live at our new time on Thursdays at 12 noon Eastern Time. That's The Conscious Consultant Hour, Awakening Humanity, Thursdays, 12 noon on talkradio.nyc. You're listening to the Talking Alternative Network. These days, work is in trouble. We've outsourced most of our manufacturing to other countries. And with that, we sent away good jobs and our capability to make things. American Giant is a clothing company that's pushing back against this tide. They make all kinds of high-quality clothing and activewear, like sweatshirts, jeans, dresses, jackets, and so much more, right here in the USA. So when you buy American Giant, you create jobs in towns and cities across the country. And jobs bring pride. Purpose. They stitch people together. If all that sounds good to you, visit American-Giant.com and get 20% off your first order when you use code STAPLE20 at checkout. That's 20% off your first order at American-Giant.com with promo code STAPLE20. This is the story of the one. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. 
With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done.